Despite the fact that we hate sports, and I mean hate sports, this episode is gonna smack. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined by a man who's coming to the realization that he's not pulling off the long hair, Kevin <laughs> Greck. It's funny coming back to a joke that was from last night. Uh, it's, it's like a then. fine wine. It grows with age. Uh, and indeed, the hair is even worse than yesterday. So, uh, And... Uh, <laughs> And the man who's uh, in favor of the full wrath of the law, uh, Alex Plum. <laughs> the long, long wrath of the law, Michael. Uh, so uh, I think we, we dialogued uh, for a little while at this segment last night when we recorded. Um, we shouldn't but- tell people that because now they know that this isn't spur of the moment and we actually mean what we're about to say. We have plausible deniability on that. The first time. It's gone. It's gone. So uh, thank you, everyone. We, uh, we, I I do normally, we kind of say the spiel, but I think we are going to try our best uh, to have a bit of fun while we talk about a podcast or topics that, uh, Truly, I didn't want a podcast yesterday, and now to have to repeat the conversation is the most exhausting thing I think I've ever done. Uh, so we're going to try and have some fun and have some beverages, but uh, obviously this is going to be, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so thanks for <laughs> listening. Uh, if we if we could, uh, share the pod with Spartans in your life. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SpartanSquarePod. Greg, how are we going to do the show? I like the idea of sharing this episode with Spartans in your life. Like, hey, have you guys heard this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Now's a great time to get involved, I think. (laughs) Uh, The great thing about wearing a a podcast is you don't, you can put it in the headphones. No one needs to know that you're like a real sicko who's like, I'm invested in Michigan State now. I want to consume every stitch of content. I can't wear my colors outside, but my God. Anyway, (laughs) what are we going to do? We're going to start on the green wall where there has been activity. Then uh, we'll talk about, uh, we'll we'll probably start with actually women's sports there. Fantastic. Yeah. For the university. Uh, then we'll, uh, we'll go off grand river, uh, where there's been unfortunate, other news uh, throughout sports. It's not just our team. There are sports sucks across the board right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll kind of preview the game against Illinois because there is another football game, if you can believe it. Uh, and then we'll take those sort of questions as always. Yeah. So uh, let's head behind the green wall. And I do think, you know, uh, the, the real shitty thing about what happened uh, after the Michigan game is that it, it sucks the air out of other people's accomplishments. And so before we spend a fair amount of time uh, not thrilled with our own uh, football team, we should celebrate the women's soccer team who uh, continues to be undefeated in Big Ten play uh, with a two to one victory in the Big Ten tournament over Minnesota. Plum, what can you share? We are very proud of the women's soccer program who bring the only vestige of valor and success to this rotten fucking university. 
uh, that we are living in. Gentlemen, 36 years ago, not only, not only were we delivered from the birth canals of our respective mothers, but then, and only then, and only have then. the... Have the Michigan State women had a record where they were able to amass 15 wins in a season? And so, and that, by the way, their inaugural, uh, the inaugural season of the women's soccer program at our school. So when we say we are ecstatic that we have repeated history in this great time, we mean it. Uh, they're looking great. They're looking fantastic. This was a come from behind victory. Yep. Excellent management of the clock. Excellent. Teamwork, great panache. Another record turnout uh, at DeMartin Stadium. This sadly the last home game for the women uh, as they now will head on the road to Columbus where they will face Nebraska in the Big Ten Women's Soccer Semifinal Thursday afternoon. Um, it's, uh, it's exciting. It's exciting for them. They've already won out, obviously, the conference, and they are about to win the tournament. And when they do win the tournament, little known fact, the previous year's winner of the tournament is who hosts the semifinals and finals. And so when that happens, we will get to enjoy the finals, semifinals and finals in East Lansing next year. And that has been quite a time since that's happened. It's not the right time to drop this, but I have a idea, a plan. You did a click record. I thought, I, thought, I thought you were interrupting to be like, I didn't click record again. Oh, that would be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, to get even more women's soccer on campus. Yes. And indeed yes. all Big Ten campuses. But this is not the right time to bring up such an idea or plan. Nah, so, very good. Uh, good for him. Self-censorship. Yeah, let us uh, support the women's soccer team. Uh, 2 p.m. on Thursday, probably going to be on the Big Ten Network, I imagine, right? And let's hope oh, that uh, the tournament will be in East Lansing next year. Um, so that's about all the good news that there is, right? Uh, should we talk about the fracas? Yeah, so there is uh, three bad things to talk about, all football related. <laughs> so uh, there's, uh, <laughs> yes, we'll we'll call it a fracas because I, I do think that uh, really glosses over the assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so there's the fracas. Uh, there's the the fracas that happened on the field, uh, which yeah. is the coaching staff taking a fracas all over the field, <laughs> uh, and then uh, fracas. <laughs> there's uh, losing a four-star running back commit uh, in the class uh, of 2023. Yes. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about that one. That doesn't well, even register. Then we just talked about it. We lost one. That's cool. the second four-star commit that we've lost in like this cool. many weeks. Moving on. Cool, cool, so, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so let's, yeah, let's start with uh, after the game. Uh, I don't know how anyone wouldn't know this, uh, but, you know, uh, some MSU players... Um, uh, beat up on uh, a two uh, Wolverines um, in the Michigan tunnel uh, after the game. And uh, as we go through the varying levels of ways that we're disappointed and also maybe some, uh, some, some multiple truths that can be held, I think we would all state unequivocally what happened. The conduct of our players is wholly unacceptable and we would like them gone from the team permanently. Correct. And probably it not probably and the university. So like so so that there are no questions because, uh, you know, 
apparently nuance is not everyone's uh, forte right now. That's the first line. They're gone. They should be gone. Uh, uh, today, uh, it, it was announced uh, by Mel Tucker that after reviewing evidence, Ford players in particular um, have been suspended indefinitely pending uh, the investigation. Those are Angelo, uh, uh, sorry, Angelo Gross, Zion Young, Itavian Brown, and uh, Kari Crump. Uh, and my guess is that maybe there are varying, maybe there will be varying levels of punishment for those people. But Kari Crump has at least been identified as somebody who is engaged in the worst of the behavior. Um, that is the swinging of the helmet at another individual's head. Um, and yeah, so we'll start there. Um, that was something that's new since we recorded last night. Yeah, it's true. So that's great. But that makes the whole thing worth it, right? Uh, the whole re-record. So on this subject, I know that it's been widely discussed on Twitter, on social media, in the traditional media, et cetera. I, uh, I don't have much to say in support of the team right now, right? Like this was fully unacceptable. This behavior can't be allowed. And I, uh, I'm embarrassed and humiliated by this conduct. Uh, I was grateful in the ABC slash ESPN footage to see that there were a number of guys on the team that intervened, got our, you know, the offenders out of there, pushed them into the locker room, et cetera, that there were, Mm-hmm. individuals uh that uh that were you know that were hero that that did well that acted positively They're leaders in the moment leaders yeah leaders on the football team ended up also being leaders in that tunnel um plum what do you think i um we have we are adults we are critical thinkers. We have the ability to hold multiple truths at the same time. Multiple truths are not irreconcilable. So I think we should practice that. Uh, it is acceptable to say that the conduct that happened against that player, uh, loathsome, detestable, unacceptable, and unforgivable. Great. It's also acceptable, I think, to reflect on um, some harm reduction principles that could be put in place at the University of Michigan given that this tends to be a recurring theme. Videos have come out subsequent to when we tried to record last night when uh, with University of Michigan and Ohio State screaming at each other and getting into it before the game uh, last year. Uh, We know that this happened, this is the third time this season that Michigan has had struggles in, um, uh, in, in their own tunnel there tends to be some sort of massive breakdown in game management, even with the addition of, of security and police uh, themselves uncompletely unable to do anything in that instance. Um, so I think people of good reason can say, why was that player there skipping to his loo? Uh, and also say, regardless of him being there, that shouldn't have happened. Right. We, we can accept that those players that committed that have got to be off the team. And we can also ask the question, how in the fuck is this continuing to be acceptable at the University of Michigan that there are no practices in place to avoid this kind of shit? One has to ask that question, I think, why? 
Um, and I hope that that question gets asked and I hope that question gets answered. The, the conduct in that player's part, apparently suffering from an ACL injury, how the fuck are you skipping to your loo and why in the fuck are you in dress? You know, so there are, there are questions there, but, but those questions don't really help. I mean, they're not going to, they're certainly not going to be answered or resolved to anyone's satisfaction. They don't change the thing, which is, this is yet another unforced error that is, that is requiring Spartans of good faith to ask really difficult and humbling questions about the state of not just the program, but the leadership of Mel Tucker. So I am glad to see that he retweeted some statement that was produced for him by someone in communications and athletics. Um, it was very smarmy and too full of all of the right words. So I don't believe, you know, for a second um, that, that of course that Mel wrote that I hope though, that what we see in terms of what ends up happening in terms of permanent um, resolution to this ends up being something more than, than what I'm afraid it's going to be because this is a clearing moment for Mel Tucker and for this program around what it means to be in, to in control of this, of this team. I think that's well said. I, uh, you know, it, because we've been, this is a, a different iteration of the things that, that happen on the field, right? This is a, um, you know, we, was it Sheehan who made the joke about Jarrett Horst getting his personal foul out of the way every yep. game? Every fucking and game. Good. And it's a good joke, right? Like, we're, this isn't a bad mouth Sheehan. It was a good joke. Uh, but and, it, and one that we saw play out again in this game. Right. And, that, and, and so the, the question that I'm starting to have is that, all the talk about Mel Tucker and the thing that I've consistently said about him having a plan and executing on the plan, and maybe the plan was wrong, but he was going to try. That that to do that, though, requires a level of attention to detail that he's preached as a, as a value. Um, and I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing that trickle down. I'm not seeing that flow through. And, and you, you've seen it other places. Like, you remember, they... Last year, they got flagged twice for sideline penalties, sideline interference. Yep. Um, you know, there have been constant special teams miscues. Um, the, uh, the, the personal fouls that have been taken and, you know, the clock management issues that have reared their head are all details. Um, and, 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 and I guess in the, in the instance of uh, details and discipline, I think is a better way of saying it. details and discipline. And, and I'm, you know, I don't want to say what a hundred some guys and four of them, um, did. And one in particular did something truly reprehensible, but like, it's a fair, it's a fair question to ask of what's, what's going on with Mel. So, but for those who think, I also don't think Mel should be fired. Like, I want to be very clear no. about that, too. Is I, well, it's there's... not like he punched anyone. He didn't punch That's what should get a coach fired. <laughs> well, I mean, do we want, like, you know, because here's the other piece of this that we've, we've talked about and have been really consistent on since uh, – it was was it Kansas or Kentucky? Kansas, right? The Kansas, yeah. what's his face who nearly yeah. hit someone with a chair? Yeah, right. Uh, we yes. 
Yeah, we uh, and you know, is it Aaron, Aaron Donaldson? Uh, it almost hit somebody with a, a helmet in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> in, in the same way that Kari Crump uh, attempted to do in the in the locker room or the hall. Um, we talked about it after Juwan that Juwan should be fired, and we certainly uh, said that what Draymond did was wholly unacceptable to Jordan Poole. That like mm-hmm. this notion that 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 this is nothing this is no different than a workplace like the idea that's that we're it. excusing conduct like this because it's sport i like i i can't but well let's let's be clear let me let's put a finer point on it our our point our consistent point on this is that there is one standard and that one standard is held equally for all people. It doesn't matter what position, it doesn't matter what salary, it doesn't matter what role, it doesn't matter what level of attention or leadership or anything else. If you attack somebody, you have to be held accountable. And that accountability has to include your departure. You you, you can't represent the program anymore, especially with the vast, egregious sums of money now, not just NIL, obviously, but, but salaries and those kinds. Of, I mean, this is, so these are this is part of what it means to to grow up is is to learn lessons. And I think for me, this is coming back to holding two simultaneous truths, is that if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think it is hard for me to believe that Michigan folks would be advocating in the way that we are very clearly right now saying our players have to be separated from our program and probably the university. They're, they're always set tends to be another set of standards that apply to the university of Michigan and that are enabled that, that the sort of blue wall in the media and that others enable and propagate this idea that, that Michigan people are somehow immune from all of this. And what infuriates me is that we set them up for this. So while they get to have their own converted fucking worldview, we're the ones feeding the fire with our own exactly. fucking stumbling over ourselves to fuck the dog, which yeah. we do so well. We I'm we're we're in the middle of several of those right now with the board and with this situation. And yeah, we're playing right into the stereotypes. It's just like what we said with with Draymond and Jordan Poole. It's like, yeah, yeah, he was talking garbage. Yeah, he was in your face. Yeah, he was doing all that stuff. You took the bait. You took the bait on this, yep, and it's unequivocal. You, you, yep. I, I can't defend you in this situation. Yep. You, yeah, they're garbage. We're going to get into the what this means for the rivalry generally. I don't like them. For the record, this doesn't make me like them more. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't change any of that. I don't. I don't feel sorry for them. No. Like I. I mean. I and and. And, you know, because I, I think one person responded to a tweet to the extent that, like, you know, don't you want to punch them? Yes, I hate like I hate them. Their personalities are like I I hate their school. I hate that they don't have accountability. And like the yeah. the level of pretension, if you think that somehow I don't think that about you because you think we're friends. No, no, no. I, I do think that about you. You are like you are a insufferable piece of shit. And and so the. I, <laughs> we will come back around to this but i do plum before we go off this i want to continue this thread that you have about accountability because there there's none of it on the michigan side you know now they they ran halfway across the field to do their little wave goodbye thing and start some some garbage 
Yep. There are some that are seeing in the ESPN ABC video that maybe the Michigan player made physical contact first. I'm not personally seeing that. I don't know how anyone could take any additional information from that video. It, to it's me, just it not. Begs I also wouldn't questions. give a fuck, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't true. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't get to but, hit someone with your helmet anyway. No. no. Um, but uh, I mean, there there are just, there's a different set of rules for them. And yep. I really wish that we hadn't, you know, blown chunks all over ourselves in this case and just humiliated ourselves in this way. Yep. Because there's other stuff to be to talk about. Anti-Semitism in sports is another topic that we have on our on our outline yep. here generally because yep. it's huge in popular culture right now. Kanye's doing it in the stepping the in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh uh Kyrie Irving, you know, tweeted out a another piece of anti-Semitic propaganda. And in the the days before the game. Uh, University of Michigan running back, uh, who took 10 carries in this game, by the way, for the record, yep. uh, tweeted a, a blatantly, blatantly full-throated anti-Semitic yep. tweet. Like it was third, not- Third Reich levels uh, of tropes. Like yeah, this, not- was, uh, this was not a dog whistle. This was not a, a, like a this joke. Was, this was just, we hate Jewish people. I mean, he might as well just say, I hate Jewish people. That's right. it. That's all he had to say. And- that would have Wouldn't been preferable in some ways, actually, if yeah, you just, yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. And the university circled the wagons around him, let him off the hook by saying it was a glitch. I don't care if you want to interpret glitch as a technical glitch or a glitch of moral your, fortitude. Yeah. I don't yeah. fucking. He, I, I've heard, I've seen the argument that it was like a glitch in his judgment. It First. No one it, says that. It, it no was, one has what? ever said that. Yeah, I'm not letting you off the hook because you're 19 years old. You know that anti-Semitism is wrong. Now, you can be educated on this and you can do better. But the fact that the university then circled the wagons around him and let him get off with this, I I think even Harbaugh said it again today. It was like mistakenly tweeted. Yeah, which mm, you... mm, That should be... Just a whole bunch of... It, it, I, oh God, I'm going to have a fucking stroke. The, the glitch, uh, mm. your messaging there is for an audience of individuals who don't use Twitter and don't really know what it is. Right. So th- this to me reveals the true conceit behind the actions at the University of Michigan. They are messaging to individuals older than 60. That's all this is. Keep the boosters and whoever the fuck is, I don't know, bankrolling what. Keep them happy because they couldn't possibly understand that there there are no glitches in tw- it, it, you you you. He has a track record of retweeting Louis Farrakhan. That this content, this isn't the first time. That there's no there's no. It's not a. It, the, the, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's not believable. And this is what I meant around standards. Th- th- there is one set of standards that applies to an unacceptable conduct in a tunnel with players who have to be removed from the team and probably the university for criminal conduct against an individual who could not defend himself. That is a set of standards. And then there's another set of standards for people who wear yellow and blue and they get to retweet hate speech. They get to be the leaders of basketball programs and accost their colleagues at work. They get to be 
now deceased football coaches who enabled decades of criminal sexual abuse against men. These people, we get to continue to hallow. We get to continue to honor. We get to continue to reference and celebrate and excuse and make reasons for. You know, that is what is so unforgivable to me about the University of Michigan. And this is why I hate them so, because there's no self-awareness and there's no willingness or recognition that they live in a completely divorced from reality world. Uh, I, so to your point, Greg, I, I just, I fucking, I can't, that, I, I, that, that's what drives me crazy. The plum, I want to, because I, I think we all can relate to that rage and I think we can all relate to feeling like we're constantly taking it. That's it. And, and, and that, that we, we, we can't, it feels like it, particularly, this is so frustrating that they, that, I mean, we can't have a conversation meaningfully about the game right now because of what they did. And we yeah. can't have a conversation about actual anti-Semitism yeah. and the propagation of hate speech yeah. uh, in a way that like truly was like, let's, re- you know, like we will not be replaced nonsense no. uh, because, because of, of this fight. And so the, and the, the thing that I would say for folks who feel that way is that, the one piece that I was encouraged about when, as we've attempted to move out of the the shadow and the stain of Larry Nasser, and as we continue, I mean, bumbling as it may be at the top level of, of our organization, but that like as a community that we've, we've tried to make things better. Yeah. That, that, that accountability can be a choice. It is not foisted upon us we get to choose to be part of accountability and demand accountability. And that, so while that school and the people who went there are smug and think they're better than people. And so therefore consequences don't apply to them. Know that if you participate in a culture that believes in accountability, if Spartans will, if you will, that, that you get to actually be better than them because you believe in a world in which accountability exists. And so I just, it is not fun taking uh, uh, or believing in higher principles and that you should be subjected to them, but it does make you better than people uh, who don't believe that, that the rules should apply to them. Yeah. And I, I want to be clear with the whole Donovan Edwards thing. Like I, I'm not naive to the fact that this is a unfortunately very broadly accepted thought in certain communities. Uh, and I'm not naive to the possibility that it's in our locker room as well. But I'd yeah. like to believe that if that happened, that the university and Mel Tucker wouldn't circle the wagons and make excuses for this person, but rather yeah. insist that they educate themselves, take time to understand why a multicultural university and a multicultural world is so important, take time away from the program while they're doing that, and then maybe come back at a certain date once they've shown that their values align with those of the university. But that is not what happened in Ann Arbor. And we can't. Well, we don't have to pretend that that's, that would happen, Kevin, because it has happened at Michigan state. Correct. Rent Renschke was kicked off the team. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Used a hard R as the, the kids will say, and was, was asked to not participate ever. 
and then yep. supposedly was invited back upon the vote of his teammates. Now, I I have to believe, though interestingly, that if something similar happened at the University of Michigan, maybe those consequences would have been applied there. I am a little bit worried that this has is being permitted because it's anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. That somehow that's not as bad. And and like I, I do think that everyone should take a moment to sit on that thought because it I truly if I think if a if a white player at Michigan had used the N-word, they probably would see consequences. Right? Yeah, probably. But but so then ask yourself what is permissible about anti-Semitism? So I don't I like we don't need to I I I I wanted to have a good conversation about what happened with Donovan Edwards, because to your point, Kevin, it's a thing that's happening. And, and it was, it was a question about accountability also. And, and truly I did think there was something about, we were permitting hate towards Jews in a way that maybe we wouldn't on other demographics. Mm -hmm. But I, again, what our dumbass team did has taken up so much air and oxygen that like, you can't have a good conversation without people thinking you're trying to keep score. Again, I, truly people hold multiple truths at the same time. Um, but the other thing that's unfortunate about all of this is uh, I was after the game before we found out about the fight was actually looking forward to podcasting with you all. And I was pissed. Like that was a shitty game. Yeah. And there are questions to be asked about the coaching staff. And again, it's infuriating because I don't know if anyone really wants to talk about the game, yet we do have Illinois coming up. So, like, do do we want to talk about what happened and how, like, the defense appears to be getting better, but the play calling on offense is garbage? Like, I, I mean... Before we do that, though, we really need to acknowledge that Anthony Sharford had a very long back and forth with Lee Ann Werner, the wife of... Uh, ill-reputed Dave Warner, who jumped right into his mentions to point out that Sharford had a delicious-looking meme that was the Scooby-Doo pulling the mask back, and it was Jay Johnson, and he pulled the mask back, and it was Dave Warner. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) So good. I did not know about this. (laughs) It was so good. But Leanne Warner did not think it was so good. She did it. (laughs) And she came armed. When I tell you armed with all of the accolades that Dave Warner is uh, apparently not Mel, not not Mark D'Antonio, but but Dave Warner got those Spartans, Cotton Bowl, CFP, this and that and the third, and that uh, was. Uh, let me just say, not Leanne Warner's finest hour, but she tried, and uh, our our boy Anthony Sharper did a very nice job of engaging with her politely, <laughs> politely, I might add. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of you. Um, the, uh, if we want to talk about the game, I think the thing that one, well, first we got smoked. Like at the, uh, just in the same way, we have to acknowledge the violence that happened in the tunnel. We have to acknowledge that we got smoked in the end, but it did not it need to be this way. Winnable. It felt oh. winnable until that botched snap. It, it, there were opportunities that were not taken advantage of. Uh, the third quarter, was a, the end of the third quarter was a disaster. And then basically the game was no longer in doubt after that. But um, I know Jonesy, you thought that they should have taken the points. Uh, I I guess I would point at field goal kicking, maybe non-existent. Well, that doesn't matter because you notice Bryce Berenger was never comfortable 
And how many one-handed catches did he make that turned into a punt? <laughs> that like, so I don't think the field. Who needs to talk about field goal kicking? You had to worry: was the snapper going to get it there? Yeah. Like he, it became comical. Like how could you screw up the snap that many times in a row? And yet he persisted. Well, let's talk. <laughs> let's. Let, <laughs> that's upsetting. Let's talk about all the small things because that's what the season has become. And he's is, a walk on. Like, uh, let's. I also. I. No. I am no. Sh- no. I, no. no, no. Plum, plum, plum. And truly, he's not on scholarship. Uh, he, that kid's there d- doing a thing because he wants to be doing a thing, and I'm sure no one, like I saw him on the time, no one felt worse or was more embarrassed than that kid. Like yeah, I that's truly, true. like yeah. I mean, and and when you saw the second one get messed up, you're like. Oh, dude can't hit a brick wall anymore. Like you knew the doing. third one, you knew the third one was going because it was in his head, right? Like, yeah. But so I just, but, but it, plumb to your point, like I, I just, I don't want to go too hard on the kid because I know he knows, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, but, all right. But, but it's it is still, a small thing. It's a small thing, and I've been very consistent in this podcast about railing against small things. This is why I am unhinged when it comes to free throws in the basketball season because they are the smallest fucking thing they're free money you can't leave it on the table mel tucker fucked the clock management up and this is not the first time this season it's probably not the second or third time this season between not not the team not being prepared uh, and, and this just isn't in the first half i mean this is oh, it was the, all the first half it was the end of the second half we had the one and a half minute drill they absolutely could have gotten points on fuck the dog trey mosley steps out of bounds with yards to spare we gave up 30 yards, it feels like, in the first 30 seconds of the game with an asshole oh, number of penalties, all because of small things. Timing, lack of attention to detail, lack of discipline, getting hurried, getting harried. It was as if they've never played in a big place before. We were revealed to be little better than a Juco team playing in the big house under the bright lights, our first night game ever. Just mortifying. And this is the kind of thing that at the end of the day reveals the team for who it is. Unpracticed, undisciplined, and and, and not playing anywhere near the level of a Division I Big Ten program. These guys should be ashamed of themselves. This was embarrassing. To your point, because it was eminently winnable as we saw in the first half. Yeah, the Jay Shameful. Johnson play calling is, oh, for um, sake. I mean, like, and I'm not trying to, you know, be weird or funny, but like, I mean, there's just some real head scratchers that, that if the media, if the media is asking, because I think fans tend to get a little hyperventilating about play calling in a way that it's like, bro, most of us don't understand ball, like chill out. Mm-hmm. But the, if the media is saying like, hey, why did you call that screen pass on like fourth and three? Like what? Mm-hmm. Why? Yep. yep. There's also game management at the end of the half where I thought there was some opportunity and it was just entirely squandered in both play calling and timeouts and and general strategy that I I was hot at halftime about that. You were a little heated? A little heated. A little heated at the half. Uh should we not to get us back into the into the heat. Anything else about the game you want to talk about? I think I want to talk about the rivalry generally before we close this thing out. 
Let's do it. Yeah, let's, yeah. And because I, I think a number of people have been suggesting neutral site games or maybe we actually not play for a little while, um, have a cooling off period. This rivalry, as we, I mean, we might be part of the problem, <laughs> like between last week and what we've said today. Uh, this is not a fun rivalry. This is not a jovial like game between, you know, chums. I think, I think I texted you that, that my wife had asked me like about it. And I was like, do you not understand? This isn't fun for me. Like I'm not having a good <laughs> time. Fun. I'm not having fun. Yep. Like I truly, I'm, this is unpleasant. And it's not because we were winning or losing. Like it's never fun. Yeah. Unless you crush them. It Unless is you're not annihilating fun. them. Uh, the Michigan fans were having fun at the end of the <laughs> fourth quarter. But, yeah, um, but and also uh uh Mike Hart Light uh after the game talking shit again. Um I just that got that got lost because we sucked the air out of the room that yeah. Blake Corum did his best Mike Hart impression. I'm not aware I've been hearing a lot of like MSU classless program stuff. I'm not aware of any time our guys talk trash in a press conference. Bring it to me if I'm wrong. Bring me the results. uh Xavier Henderson uh did after the game last year uh call out everyone who talked trash in advance of the game and was sort of like, how do you like that now? But that was, but like, it was a whole bunch of people who talked trash in advance of the game. So that's fair. I'm not aware of any other fights uh, on the field that our team has gotten in. Um, Scrimmages, even like getting in each other's faces. Like we didn't do that that often, Um, but we do it here. And I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy being around. I can like be around Michigan fans generally, but like this week, it's all a little tense. Uh, I'd be okay taking a couple of years off, but I also don't know if the big problems in this rivalry would improve from taking a couple of years off. I'm not convinced that they would. They're, cultural problems they're they're personal problems they're they're not <laughs> the, the the what what we the the games reflect the rivalry it's not that the rivalry the games create the rivalry right yeah so, in, in many ways I, I think those football players maybe care less about it than yeah. we do like because i think for a great number of us it and i don't want to speak for both of you but it's a it's about that we're not seen as a peer. We're not seen as a peer in sport. We're not seen as a peer in academics. We're not seen as a peer in our professional lives because we didn't go to their school. That there is a, I look down on you. I, I, that's what it all boils down to. It, it's the old classic meme of like nobody colon blank and then Michigan fans colon, I'm just better than you. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't care that there's no evidences to that. Support like yeah. they don't care that I have a nice job and a nice life. And they they don't like none of those things matter. Um it's just what they think, it's what they believe, and they'll needle you with this out of nowhere all of the time. And they are they're they're sometimes very blatant and other times they're a little, a little more subtle. Little microaggressions, um, and they are. Uh, so I, I don't know that it changes because I don't know that like I f- would ever feel differently about the people that. 
go to that school. Um, like it, it is, if I meet someone who went there, there is a bar you need to overcome for me to not like my, my representative heuristic of who you are as a person is not worthy of my time or emotional investment. And you need to overcome a bar. I, you know, it's not impossible. It can be it's not, done. It's not. I have, there are, there's a person I can think of like, but like, are you just saying that? So every Michigan fan listening is like, I'm the one I'm mm. the a person. <laughs> so you're I not. Just, <laughs> yeah. If, if you're listening to this, it's not you. It's not uh, you. So I just, but like that doesn't change that, that, and because that stuff, we are, uh, we, we occupy That's, the let, same spaces. Yes. That, right? let, like, yes. We go to the same that, schools. We go to the same workplaces. Like the same party, not, the same everything. Yes, it's we have the same jobs. We have the same the yeah. the core part of this, and this is ultimately what it comes down to. The core part of this is Michigan State doesn't look at a Michigan fan and really think of it like a Michigan State player, person, whatever doesn't look at a Michigan person really with anything other than like a general sense of like, oh, you didn't go to Michigan State, but a Michigan person truly looks down on and has actual substantive uh, internalized superiority yeah over, and, and, and 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 half of the people that do this by the way didn't even go to the university so it, it is it is this insane reality and if you start from the place where you are inherently better than someone else, then you will always act that way. And that's, that's, I guess at the end of the day, what gets back to the points I was making earlier around the standards and the conduct and the excuses and the ability to continue to get away with make excuses for, for these things to continue to go on. It's because they operate in a world where they're just in rarefied air. They're just the best. And, and, and that for me is at the core and the heart of why I always love the rivalry and why I love beating Michigan because it's the perpetual underdog because Michigan makes it the perpetual underdog because Michigan just looks at us as less than. And, and, and I would defy anyone to, to prove that that's not right. You know, it, it, it is every public comment, every action. And, and then when they do win, Oh, I'm sorry. And when they do lose, it's it just excuses. It's the so, weather, the refs, the it's any number of things, you know. And here we're we're just like we we're terrible. We couldn't we couldn't beat Mott Community College in Flint if we played them on Saturday. We're a, a reprehensible program by skill and apparently morals. Our leadership is completely lacking, and we are clear eyed in both the implications of this and the accountability that needs to happen as a result, both of horrible actions in the tunnel and a complete crisis of leadership at the top of the program. I defy a single fucking Michigan fan to have any sense of clear-eyed, exclusive responsibility for their own actions. It's impossible. It can't happen. And this is why I love the rivalry. But to your point, potentially, this maybe is why you're right. It is irresolvable. But I will say, I think that we've had this feeling against each other for a long time, and it is a question of leadership. If there is strong leadership and if there is accountability, then this shit doesn't happen. And that is why, for me, at the end of the day, 
all four of those players better be off our fucking team. And if they aren't, I'm going to have a serious, serious conversation on this podcast about Mel Tucker. Yeah. Um, one other thing to mention as it relates to the, the players uh, being kicked off the team is that uh, a new video surfaced today, Monday. Uh, this is after the players were suspended. That is the tunnel cam from uh, ESPN, ABC. Uh, that indicated uh, uh, other players may be involved. Um, Mel Tucker's statement at the time of, exp- uh, of suspending the players was that, you know, if things changed, more suspensions would be issued. Um, so that, that video wasn't available to Tucker at the time, is my understanding. Uh, and so it may be that more are coming. Um, I just say that because I know some folks in Ann Arbor are trying to say that Jacoby Winman wasn't suspended because he's too valuable. Um, I, I do think that is a, uh, uh, at best a lazy take because it's not to like, this uh, team. Well, because two starters were also suspended on the defense that has like not been able to do anything unless everyone is healthy. So I don't know that, uh, but anyway, point being, there could be more suspensions coming. Uh, and it would be based on evidence and like, good, fine. I'm down, whatever. Um, but so just know that we don't think that this is where it should end. Much like Mel Tucker said, as new evidence comes to light, like different decisions will be made. So, um, anything else we want to say about this, Kevin, I think you teed up a whole thing and maybe didn't get to say your piece on the rivalry. Do you want to keep playing it? No, no. Do you want to stop? We covered it. All right, good. Um, someone want to do an ad read? Uh, separation. (laughs) All right, everyone. He's back and he's got some new digs. Our dear friend, Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z. He's at the Gold Star Mortgage now. Forget the other mortgage places. It's all about that Gold Star these days. Now, listen, why buy a home now? You know, home prices aren't going down even with the increases in rates. Well, trying to wait out the dip in rates may not actually save you money if prices continue on their current trajectory. So if you're in the market, if you're searching for a, a loan, you know, Gold Star is a Fortune 500 Michigan-based company that funds over $1 billion in mortgages annually. And Brandon is managing a team with over 100 combined years industry experience. Now, they are licensed in 32 states, including the entire current and future Big Ten footprint with the exception of Iowa, uh, which no one listening to this podcast would ever consider living in under any circumstances, uh, is my my understanding. Uh, But uh, Brandon, I know personally, has a consultative uh, approach. It's good working with him. Good working with the man. I appreciate it. Uh, And uh, his rates are the most competitive in the country, or among that. So, uh, they've got all the different loan products you could ever want. They're covering all the places you could ever move to. Give them a call. Look them up. Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z, Gold Star Mortgage, the dot com. The dot com. Um, all right. Do we want to talk Illinois? Uh, I uh, I didn't know how much interest there would be because uh, this game is going to suck. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be just another lump. Uh, they're on a roll. They're ranked. We've made a lot of Burt jokes, but Burt's Burton right now. Uh, and I don't know how the players are actually focusing on it. They're actively t- participating in law, law enforcement investigations. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So Illinois likes to run. Defense is good. And Burt's there. Um, sucking up all the food in the room. Uh, so <laughs> I had to get a lazy fat joke in there. But that man is large, as you can see on Saturday, if you've not been keeping up. Do you guys actually want to talk about this game at all? No, I, I think it's worth saying that um, I think Burt said our offensive line is good, um, which you know, Burt plays in the Big Ten West, so maybe it is possible <laughs> that it's good. Standards. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, it's this is going to be uh, this is going to be like what Wisconsin would do if Wisconsin was good. Right. Which maybe that's your hope. Maybe if you're looking for a W, that's your hope. Uh, that and in Champagne, right? Yeah. And so, I did and- hear through the grapevine that they're actually selling tickets to this game and people might be showing up for it. This could be one of the biggest football games in champagne over the last several years. Us? They're, they've got enthusiasm. They're excited that they, they could win another big 10 home game. There's blood in the water. Uh, why not? Yeah, mm. that's fair. That's fair. I guess the team has been to the big 10 championship several times against the team has been to the college football playoff all thanks yeah. to dave warner of course i heard recently on twitter yeah gotta thank dave warner um all right uh yeah i think look we we need what two we're at three wins right so we need uh we need three ideally but two you gotta win three of the next there. four <laughs> well in theory you could be a five-win team and get in um but i don't Are, think that's gonna happen are the are the bowl committees really excited to extend MSU a uh, a offer right now? You know I mean, those bowl committees. Man, that that job. I mean, it. it hey, look, we travel. Um, all right, let's let's do these Twitter questions because yeah. we got a boatload of them. So, Alex Buttercup, I need you to buckle up. We're starting baby. with baby listener Mike Jones, uh, who I do want to say, by the way, gentlemen. Uh, we've talked about the bamboo rum, the yeah. XO bamboo. XO. So he had, uh, he'd give me bamboo original and I just tried it. So this was the old box. Uh-huh. He gave me the bamboo original and it is amazing. Like legitimately amazing, way better than the bamboo XO, which I thought was pretty great. Um, so folks, if you're looking for like a delicious, sugary vanilla nightcap rum uh the bamboo is a great price point too at like 30 bucks or something like that for a yeah uh i think i've seen it uh at several bars as well so yeah incredible like drink it it is it is dessert-esque in its in its taste so you can just have it on the rocks it's fantastic uh i may have started the day a little slowly today because my father and i had a few too many bamboos last night so bamboo it was a a lumbu with the bamboo yeah. uh all right kick us off jonesy <sighs> mike jones asks after after a night of sleep and reflecting on the game fuck jay johnson they had a chance to be in the game and match scores and he fucked it up had a chance to be in the game in the third quarter ran six plays in the first two possessions Thorn wasn't great, but Jay did him no favors. This is not a question, Mike Jones, but you've earned it with the free booze. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we were told yeah. today in the press conference uh, that it's execution, though. So, yes. Got that execution. going for us. Uh, next up, Mike Jones asks. Nope. 
There's no question mark again. MSU needs to have a PR firm on speed dial. Michigan played the victim card. Every time something happens is hysterical. Had issues with PSU last week. Nice job keeping the team separated again this week. F those effing clowns. So sick of this blue wall bullshit. Uh, we've talked about this a lot. Um, I I appreciate why people feel really frustrated. Um, particularly because it has been three of the last seven home games that there's been an altercation of some kind at Michigan Stadium. And other schools, including our own, managed to run a one-tunnel system just fine. Um, I do... I don't know how Michigan, after the dust settles and all this, gets away with another incident there without, like, are you going to find them? You know, that at some point in time, it is an operational integrity thing um, as a university that you need to just have a better process in place. But that doesn't excuse any of the conduct that yeah, folks on our team engaged in. Yep. But 100%. also, don't, don't disagree. Fuck Michigan. Uh Last up from Mike Jones. How the F? I, there's too many Fs. Uh, <laughs> oh, the entire fan base, no slow developing run plays won't work. But yet the offensive coordinator of a Division One football program keeps running the same BS over and over. Plum. Um, how are you on Jay? Fire Jay Johnson. I've been, I've been saying that Jay Johnson needs to be fired all season. And you both have said... Oh, what is it going to get us? We're just going to fire him in the middle of the season. You're, you're mixing him? up. You are mixing no. up coordinators. Probably. I. But to be fair, I hate everyone <laughs> and I want everyone to be fired. So it doesn't really matter. And you're right. We don't have anyone that can replace him. But at this point, again, Leanne Warner could do a better job play calling for the offense if she just mimics Dave than Jay can anymore and that is abundantly clear it was already clear it's even clearer and it will get clearer it'll get the clearest it will be so fucking clear it will be as if we're seeing just face to face without anything between us because he's horrible and he hates himself and he hates all of us yes and you know who else hates him is the chase man who asks what can jay johnson do to keep his job uh, I don't think Jay Johnson's going anywhere. I will yep. say, uh, it, what you should have been rooting for is Jay Johnson's success so that somebody else took him. <laughs> uh, but now we are sadly stuck with JJ. Um, also, man, I will say folks like y'all do need to take a, I, I like, I tend to agree with some of the Jay Johnson slander, but like it was, I'm looking at question after question of accounts I know weeks ago were like this is all Scotty's fault. Like it can't. We got You got to. You got to be. Got to be. Yeah, pick a, a horse. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got. You got to ride that horse. Uh, next up is Bleeding Green ninety eight. You know. <laughs> Bleeding Green ninety eight. Who all do we fire this off season? Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, offensive line coach, DBs coach, strength and conditioning. This is ridiculous. Special teams and DBs. Bye. We've been consistent on that. That's our that's our horse. Yeah, that's uh, it, 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 Rossell's by Harlan Barnett. It's, here's your Sorry, gold watch. Stick. It did it, not work. It's it's a gold watch situation for him. Yep. You know what? Uh, uh, Howler will promote him. Howler's really good at the you're retiring now conversations. Yep. 
Uh, I am Ryan23 stays on this topic. Why not fire Jay Johnson this summer? Why not try no Kim? Um, I do not like green eggs and ham. I don't. (laughs) Uh, If you're going to fire someone, wait till the summer or well, not the summer. Uh, Do it after you've got your class signed. Do that. JRL, uh, sorry guys, we appreciate the questions, but we kind of covered this. Uh, JRL asks, why not take the damn points? Lack of common sense. Have you finally made the decision to cut dead weight, specifically coaches? Um, we kind of half covered this. I didn't mind being aggressive under the situation. I, I wholly like disagreed. Happened. But then also we've seen what kind of long snapping is happening. So can it get yeah. back to the holder is my question. In a yeah, J-Rel, in the moment, I thought take the points after watching the entirety of the game and having a moment to process it. I don't think it was, I don't think that was ever a choice. <laughs> I think they were like, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Plum, AA Ron asks, are we sure that Tucker isn't John L.? I lived through, you lived through, we lived through the John L. Smith era. This is not the John L. Smith era. Uh, it is definitely... I think, I think Tucker has diversified investments, at least. He's not all well, in the real estate. <laughs> <laughs> He's not all into cowboy boots either, unfortunately. I remember having my first job and being like, sitting in my cubicle being like, I have more money than John L. Smith. <laughs> I'm a several thousand air with more money than John L. John Smith. L. Smith. <laughs> it is upsetting. Sorry. It is, well, it is very upsetting. I was the, uh, sorry. I had to, I had to build I will, off of Jonesy's joke. What I will say though, in, if there is one area of uh, potential parody where there needs to be a very clear demarcation is, under the John L. years, there was zero discipline. There was zero accountability, and there was zero sense of responsibility. Penalties. Yeah, just like, just egregious. And John L. just over there look like, <laughs> ping, ping, pew, pew. Like, just a Goomba. A Goomba with no real fucking sense of decorum or responsibility. Mel Tucker seems to be a little bit different, I hope. And this is his opportunity to demonstrate that. Uh, Plum, this is a public health question. Uh, JGBDD asks, is Jay Johnson's IQ greater than or equal to three? It is not good. I think, what is it? I think if it's less than a hundred, it's, uh, technically a cognitive bell curve. Oh, it's out of a hundred. Oh, no. No, It's the top of the bell curve. Is it? So what's, there's, Underneath what is underneath sixty? Then there's a number that when you're underneath it, it technically is a cognitive. You're not you're not alive, alive anymore. Oh okay. no, it's like an intellectual disability, I think. But I can't remember what the cutoff was. I thought it was 100, but it's not. So sorry. Sorry to uh, sorry to all of you below below the top of the bell curve. <laughs> it's not in any of my Mensa textbooks. So <laughs> who even looks at the other side? I didn't know numbers went that low. <laughs> I can't see that side of the bell curve from where I'm standing. <laughs> Next up is the MSU dude. Uh, are we really sure Tuck is the guy? It's year three, and I think some decisions game after game are baffling. We've definitely talked about this. I don't know that we'll know that question. Like, I don't know that this season uh, answers the question one way or another particularly well. Um, it does not. It, 
yeah, you got to we got to give it. So no, I I remain hopeful, but I have more questions than I did last year. So yeah. yep. Yep. Um, Mac what asks or rather recommends that we rank assistants by who you most want fired. All right, so we've said our top two, uh, Ross Ells and uh, Boomstick. Uh, who's your third? Why not, Jay? Why yeah, not? it has to be Jay Johnson. Jonesy. I, I mean, no, I mean, I, I don't just, I don't, I don't probably, like, I, I, I would make the change there. I'm not firing anyone else. It, Even if it's not totally his fault, like, sometimes just a change of pace is a good thing. Okay, but it um, is largely his fault. <laughs> I it it, it it's just, you don't let him off the hook. Our head coach keeps telling me that it's execution. <laughs> so I well he did he also he clarified though that execution sometimes it's mental things and sometimes it's physical things, which is to say maybe some of the offensive linemen we have out there just got beat. They're not very good. Like, well, it is what it is. Uh Hey, this one question's for me. I'm going to read it. Spartan D for life asks, do you feel vindicated in your defense of Scotty Hazleton? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm so glad we've got Spartan D for L out here. Just like taking notes. He's got a little black book. He's like, like, what did they say this week? I was ahead of this one. Um, yes, I actually do feel very, vin- and the fact that you all are coming for Jay makes me feel even more smug. Um, all right. Next up is, uh, ZTJ five, two, one. Uh, will one of you call into the Mel Tucker show and say that Jay Johnson should be fired? I'll do you one better. I'm about to get an NF tuck, get access to that discord server that he's supposed to yeah. log into once yeah. a week. <laughs> That's totally forgotten. And it, oh, for um, sure, it's not happening. 100%. Oh no, we uh, uh, we got a, an eleventh hour question um, uh, that is not on the outline because I forgot to add them in. But uh, about NF talks. Oh, good. But, but it's from someone who's keeping score, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> you're unsurprised that they brought it up. Uh, uh, next up is the Sharkvert. More disheartening special team situation. Uh, our lack of faith in a place kicker as shown in the first half or our lack of long snapper accuracy with Hank Pepper out. I don't think those are unrelated, buddy. <laughs> like, I think they're the, they're two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, geez. Shardvert, who would you keep? You've got to keep one. JJ or Scotty Hazleton. Gentlemen. Seems this like week, I, I keep Scotty. <laughs> this well, week. Plum's leaning in. Uh, yeah. Plum's I giving mean, roses out like it's the bachelor. I love it. Congratulations, love Scotty. Jean Ibibi asks, uh, I was at a wedding. What did I miss? <laughs> this is good not much, comedy. Not every, much, bro. Everything and nothing. This comedy will get me every time, John. Well done. I appreciate you. It's so simple. Stupid. It's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> Next up, Matt uh, Schultz. I think a first time uh, questioner, maybe. Uh, Hi, so Matt. Hi, thanks. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Matt Schultz. Does this staff have the ability to develop players? No. Has any player improved significantly <laughs> under this staff? Also, no. I mean, let's talk about it because that's actually a very good question. 
The answer is absolutely no. And every player who's shown success in preceding seasons is deteriorating under the current regime. Uh, Let's take our quarterback, Peyton Thorne. Doesn't know what to do with his feet any longer. They just are like, constantly not set, akimbo, every fucking other place. Jaden Reed, it was as if no one has mentioned it all. No. You know, you, you know what no one brings up? In fact, I forgot that they they went to middle school together. No one brings it up anymore because Jaden Reed doesn't catch the ball. He doesn't have hands. They're gone. No hands. Um, Cal Halliday was celebrated last year. This year, Jesus Christ, when I see him on the field, I just think, touchdown, other team. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. The only player who's shown any development whatsoever – is Rex Specs, the god himself, Senor Berenger. And we want no one else. <laughs> Not a finger. So no, no, this 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 coaching is an abomination. And they haven't even been able to, to work with the useless assholes on the offensive line to create one fucking hole. And I swear to God, the next time they give it to Jalen Berger to go right into a pile of guys for a gain of negative six. I'm going to jump out of the window on the second floor of my home because it would produce more results. More yardage. More yardage. More yardage. <laughs> Greg, do you want to you want to say anything on top of that? No. What else is there to say? <laughs> uh, we got some Tyrone couch here. Uh, Josie, you want to take us through these? Nope, you got this, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't think this is good. <laughs> when Tyrone comes up, I know I've got to read ahead just a little bit. <laughs> just to know. <laughs> Lest I run Burgundy myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. I'm waiting. Uh, Tyrone points out that, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to read it. How dare you? This offense is as flaccid as my genitalia. After seeing my dad pounding it in the shower, I still have nightmares about it. (laughs) That is upsetting. (laughs) The question, does JJ recruit slash coach well enough for coach Mel Tucker to overlook his play calling? I hear about how well he does with quarterbacks. Thorn omitted. Flaccid. Back around again. Also good comedy. Sets up a premise. Pays perfect. it off. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, but no, the answer is no, he does not coach well enough. But but there are other reasons that Mel Tucker is overlooking his play calling. Namely, that Mel likes to watch Jay Johnson pounding it in the shower. And this makes Mel Tucker decidedly unflaccid. And so... QED. What's Second, up next? I don't think we should ever call out players. Not even that walking penalty fuckwad, Jarrett Horst. Motherfuck, he is a disgrace. Any chance we can get a petition to have him <laughs> booted? Embarrassment to the program. I will tell you, in watching that video in real time, I was hoping to see <laughs> Horst among the violators. This he was does a disappointment walk out of the of the locker room, but then he appears to walk himself back in. Um, 
So God, if only he showed the kind of discipline on the field, we'd yeah, really field. be in a good good place. Yeah. Uh, all right uh rant what were the other things uh what is up with schools these day in tennessee the law made a 60 uh oh a a 60 a d D. this is Uh, about like adjusting down 60 percent i have a student that has already missed 32 days others missing 20 assignments it is like every school is hoisting zero control <laughs> zero learning some blocking some blocking oh and you have to id or you have to have your id to pick up kids uh well i'm pro id uh i will say that because um, did you guys have code words with your parents i think what he's saying is folks you need to have like have your id to get your kids dumbasses. No. no i know but that wasn't a thing when we grew up yeah. So no, of course so not. The, did you guys have a like a, a word with your parents, <laughs> or that that oh. you and your parents agreed on that if they ever sent a friend to pick you up yeah, or whatever that like you know oh. there was a do you remember this this is I feel like this was like dare adjacent education. Mine was oh. not. It was uh, get in the van. There's candy in there, which was. Uh-huh. 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 I'm not into that joke. It no, it's okay. I was going to draw it to pounding in the shower, but I knew then I should not do it. <laughs> I should not do it. Should not anyway, do it. Uh, should not Tyrone, it. sorry, you're frustrated at work. Just think of but, your dad and go to your happy place. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about public education or any education for a while. I mean, the kids are not okay right now. The kids are not all right. No, 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 no. Bonus, I just saw the MSU player hitting the U of M player with a helmet. How can they let this continue? No U of M tunnel has seen a pounding like that since take it away, Plum. No, we're not. A- Anderson. No. That no. is, this, this is, these are, sorry, Tyrone Couch, my new favorite Twitter questioner. This is the content that I'm on the pod for. That was fantastic. Well done, you. Good job. Funny. Trenchant. Pithy. Hashtag plum for coordinator. Alex, I, I am curious because I think you are pretty self-aware. Uh, <laughs> do you think you could play call better than Jay Johnson? Absolutely not. And oh. still, <laughs> and still, if I just guessed, fuck, if I just trusted the assholes with the ball on the field, I statistically it would be better. Jay is in, is actively doing worse than the mean. I mean, he's he's it, it, like again. It it's it just flip a coin, Jay. Flip a coin. Just as good, probably better than the shit you're trying. What I will tell you is, on third and long, wouldn't have the ball go to Jalen Berger. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't ever do it. It's the one thing I wouldn't do, and it is the one thing that Jay does two times out of three in every game. Because he can't help. Well, it. there was there was note, a, a fourth down play, by the way, that my dad made an interesting point watching it that they put Jalen Berger in, and he's like, Eli would have got that. I was like, fourth and two, Eli would have gotten that. That and that actually, is, I sorry, it, go ahead. I just I just why why this. does Mel Tucker hate Eli Collins? Why? Go ahead. Uh, no, I actually that's a great question. Like, what were the what was the distribution? Wait, yeah, I didn't even put the. 
Uh, it was, it's getting more even Eli Collins, seven attempts, Jalen Berger, nine attempts. Mm. Good. God, right. is that all that there was in the game? 13? Uh, no, or, I'm sorry, 16. Three total attempts. How many were Peyton Thorne? Those don't count. Okay. Then there were, uh, and one of them is under here as team one. Oh, uh, that's probably must have been, uh, like a Bryce Berenger. So there were 16 total attempts then. Jesus. Yeah. Not good. I, I don't know how that happens when that game was, you were down seven to 13 at the half. Like how, how did we only run the ball that many times? Uh, because of all of the punts, punt to Palooza, three and out, three and out, punt, punt, punt. Uh, penalties. Demetrius wants to know, does Jay Johnson make it back to East Lansing? He did. We can just answer that straight up. He did make it. Has back. anyone seen him? Uh, he's actually my dad. I saw him in the shower earlier today. Uh, food <laughs> micro girl wants to know why. Oh God. Why? Yeah. Same I'm, sis. Same. Yeah. Got those vibes. Yep. Uh, Joe Ashworth is up next. Uh, please give feedback on this hot take tired. Peyton Thorne is going to transfer to Western wired. Jeff Thorne, 2023 MSU offensive coordinator. I don't hate this take at all. I'm into <laughs> it. Let's just talk. Let's let's have anyone who remotely touched Peyton Thorne's high school career just be here. You know. <laughs> let's take let's take our uh, our quarterback who only had one D one. Uh, I'm sorry, one Power Five offer, and uh, bring everybody who was responsible for his upbringing uh, just into the program. His mom can be the nutritionist. And if not, then she can just address people on Twitter. Uh, next up is Joe Ashworth. Uh, are MSU's best 60 minutes of football still in front of them? Maybe if you like break it up and you can like say like, oh, there was a good minute. There was a good minute. We do but have Indiana still. Love each other. Indeed. Indeed. Forks down. As, you know what? That's the whole season at this point. Forks down. That's all we got. And, Finally, from Joe Ashworth, offensively, we decided not to do everything that worked in the first half to loosen up Michigan's defense. Please go around the pod host and everyone say what an incredibly self-defeating habit, mindset, behavior, etc. you have is. Mm, this is a good one, Plum. Do you want to do you want to say something that's self-defeating? I spend my time every week on this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's true. That's true. That's true. I uh, I text the group chat and no one responds, but I keep trying. <laughs> I look in the mirror and say, "You're pulling off that hair, my man." Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. These are it. Those are the three. Great question. Uh, next up is uh, mistaken Twitter questioner, now regular Twitter questioner Al Ali, who asks, "Did the rules change this season to outlaw the QB sneak?" Great question, Ali. It is truly undefeated. I don't know. Peyton Thorne's not short, right? He can fall forward. That's my Truly. understanding. Jalen Berger could at least run to his rumpus and push him forward. So, uh, yeah. Um, next up from Ali, my cats have never experienced a loss to Michigan in football. How do I talk to them about this new reality they now live in? I would just sit them down gently in a plush chair, stroke behind their ears, maybe bring them into the bathroom, but let them watch dad pound it out in the shower and um, you know, they'll get it. 
Look at it. I thought you were going to go with killing the cats. I, th- I thought that's. <laughs> I, was I thought for sure there was going to be like a violence. Uh, go go find yourself a, a kill shelter. Find yourself <laughs> a hammer. <laughs> And just start chasing them, yelling, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And <laughs> I was going to say, topical. Just, topical. just see if they, they figure it out, you know? Too soon. Uh, Too soon. All right, last up from Ali. How much, of the, yeah, how much of the discourse about Mel Tucker now is driving, is driven by actual failings on the field or the rambling of the MAGA bulla wing of the fan base that conveniently ignores how D'Antonio set back the coordinator hiring process by retiring in mid-February and not in December. I think there is room to criticize D'Antonio for the way that he handled that. I will point out, though, there has been several years since then that Mel could have made changes, and I think he's chosen uh, to give all of these guys raises. Uh, yeah. Cause uh, he time. sent, uh, what's his face? Packin. Um, who's the defensive line uh, coach? Ron yeah. Burton. Burton. So yeah. it, it can be done. Uh, he's chosen not to do it in the time that he's had. Uh, so I, I kind of, it would be nice if we could, you know, shift blame in that way, but I think the timer's running out on, on that one. There, yeah. I mean, I think because I think Scotty got a raise last year, right? When when Mel got a raise, Scotty got a raise. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to say, was anyone knocking on Scotty's door? No, truly anybody. No, nope. didn't someone come for Jay though? Didn't was it? Didn't we hear rumors it was like USC or something like that called? For no, Jay? USC came for uh, Kapilovic. Ah, gotcha. But I'm sure someone would have taken Jay. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, next up, Dan Hellpepper. Anyone else have the rivalry experience of finally realizing emotionally what I've known since 2015 or so, that there are equivalent football programs and it sucks to lose, but we'll have a very good shot at winning next year. So it's not the deal it was in the 90s. I mean, I, yeah, I, like I, I'm fine and comfortable with the idea that like we could win next year. Um, that, sure. doesn't, that doesn't... That um, doesn't... That's that not because what makes we... it emotional for me, though. Mm. Uh, I've expected to win this game each of the last 10 years, something like that. I think mm. this is maybe the least I expected to win a game in a while. Yeah. And I, I expected to win it at halftime. <laughs> yeah. We were like, that's hey, true. Man, I... If we could just stop tripping over a dick, we would probably be winning this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went into this game thinking we would lose. And then after the first quarter, I was like, oh, we're going to win this game. So that was upsetting. That, that was very upsetting. Uh, next up from Dan Help Upper, can you really listen to Creeping Death by Metallica and tell me that isn't about Eli Collins? I don't know this song. I don't know it either. Okay, well, we'll all commit to listening to it on repeat as we go to sleep tonight. Yes. Next up from Dan Help Upper, is it worse to get totally whooped or to be in a game and take yourself out of it by emptying an Arnold and Commando level of armament into your feet? <laughs> that, uh... It's a deep cut. Yeah, very good. Uh, and last from Dan Hellpepper, if you don't mind, swap out the weird Exodus reference, uh, one for why are U of M such uniquely sore winners? They've gotten into post-game scuffles in their three biggest recent home wins. Um, different standards. Different standards. There it is. Great. Um, 
It came back yeah. around, Dan. I uh, appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, John next, Hubbard wants oh, yeah. to know, is it possible to transfer Horst? We've kind of already touched on this. <laughs> I think he's done after this year though, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lightening things up a little bit. Uh, John asks, does chili count as soup? <laughs> no. I think it, there are yes. some chilies. That some chilies do. Yeah. They're not all, the best chilies. All, all chilies count as soup because they're eaten with a spoon out of a bowl. Uh, like cereal. Soup. <laughs> yes. Cereal is a soup. 100%. Um, what if it's out of a bread bowl? Is that mm. different? Yes. It seems like it would not be different. But it is. Why would it be different? Because you can eat the thing you ate it out of. You can eat the thing you ate it out of. And you don't need a spoon. You, could, you can have right, you could eat some the of the bread. You could eat bowl. Like nothing just, stopping you. Just the whole thing and it spills all over a you. true, but. true, slender, vile some. If you have a, a chili a cheese dog. And you put the chili on the uh, on on the hot dog. Did you just put soup on your hot dog? Is that the last up from John Hubbard? What can the fan base do to get into Bert's head this weekend? Bring an old chocolate fountain from Golden Carl. (laughs) Drop off a box of Girls Gone Wild VHS tapes at his hotel room. (laughs) What kinds of things do boat people like? John, I appreciate the boat people deep cut on Bert. Uh, but yes, that is. I don't know. It, maybe just pictures of trucks, too. Uh, like yeah. a vision board of trucks. I am convinced that there is somewhere out there the evidence to support my theory that uh, Bert is a closet juggalo. So we just have to go find that and out yeah. him as the juggalo that he is. That's That'll good. take his head right out of the game. Do you think good. Bert is uh, like a distant relative of Joey Freshwater? I think I think they're like second cousins. Yeah, so there, oh, I love that there. second cousins. Cousin. That was that was upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is Spartan eighteen seven seven zero. What is the buyout for Jay Johnson? Great question. We can afford it though. Uh, next, how can Cal Halliday actually look more lost than Quiverius Crouch? Because the coaching of this team has been dedicated to the regressions of its players. Progress is regress for the Michigan State Spartans. Yep. That's it. WTF is Peyton Thorne still the starting quarterback? Sub point. Fuck this coaching staff. That's right. That's right. I don't think you change it. Like, I. What is it? No, no. Why? Why? What does it get us? What what does continuing to start Peyton Thorne get this program? I'll say this. If after if we win the Illinois game for some reason. Then I think you need to continue to say you need to start the players that you think are going to win you the most games. If we lose at Illinois and lose to Rutgers, I think you need to transition to whatever you think the future of the program is. So I don't, I, I just, I don't see why we don't do that now. Peyton Thorne is well, absolutely you, you play, very. You got to play. You, you got to play for the bowl game. I, you got to keep playing for the bowl game. What bowl game? What, what, does it matter at that point? Is anyone going to stick around at that point? Are There's recruits going to care that we went to the? Cheese its bowl in literally a, in a in a in a bowl of cheese. 
It's about you get extra practices. It's the about practice the practice times. It's about that practice. It's about so we can continue to regress. Practice. Yeah. No, it's all horse shit. We don't deserve a bull. We horse don't deserve shit. anything. Mm. <laughs> all right at yell at me maybe also first time long time yes uh, first time asks uh can we fire jay johnson immediately just there's a thesis to the to show <laughs> uh, uh see yell at me all previous questions i apologize <laughs> uh up Upper Deck Jerk Guy is next if tuck is the true saving disciple wouldn't he happy make birthday by the way changes uh, it's Saban's birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. We're very happy for you. Uh, no, we're yeah. not. Die. No, what? Just fuck off. Happy birthday, Nick. Yuck. Uh, Yuck. It, I, uh, I think he would, right? That's, he absolutely would. That's part of his coaching. Oh, for sure. Throw everybody else under the bus. That's his secret to success. I think there's a bit of a difference between what Alabama has stocked in their closet of of available coaches. to Because he could promote an analyst who's like a very experienced coordinator that he's paying $30,000 to, to coordinator midseason. Like, we don't have that luxury. Well, maybe we should. Yeah, that's, the, and you're right. That's, that's the goal. Um... Next up from Upper Tech Jerk Guy, do you think Ward Manuel only has his job because he protects players who should be held accountable? Oh, we didn't even mention uh, Jeff Jackson and his, uh, you know, driving Ward Manuel's car, Xavier Simpson, that is. Yeah, it was pointed out that this is like Ward Manuel's first public appearance in like three years. Um, he, that dude is just not around a whole lot, but he made the time. We didn't speak. even talk about Mel Pearson. Like, oh my God. They truly just <laughs> I fuck them. Uh, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what War Manual's job is. He doesn't seem to do, and he must fundraise well, yeah. right? I don't know. He takes the body shots. It's like Ticketmaster, man. Its job is to exist and take the body shots and be the bad guy, uh, and then the whole rest of the ecosystem just keeps on going on. Uh, Kevin, answer this next one and ask it. <laughs> ask and answer, Kevin. Do it. Uh, upper deck jerk guy wants to know <clears throat> what's better post win intercourse or post loss intercourse. What's your, what's your experience been Kevin? I, uh, I like to read a nice book after both a win and a loss. That sounds right. All right. <laughs> Next up is Nate C. Why is everyone so mad on Twitter right now? The hockey team is doing well. We're still lying to ourselves <laughs> and everyone about the basketball team. Is it because of Elon? Mm, that it's must be it. There's yeah. no other reason why everyone in your Twitter orbit would be upset right now. It's yeah. got to be. Which gotta we gotta we gotta talk afterwards about Nate's uh, on next week for us. So oh yeah, you gotta talk about, about the, uh, the about aircraft carrier. Aircraft carriers. Uh, Nate also asks uh, when we have to create new Twitter because Elon and Maga called. Uh, what should it be called? Mm, oh, mm, mm. Yeah, mm. You go with A on that one. Mm, 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 mm. Almost. <laughs> 
Next up, if what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, how do we know Vegas is any fun at all? These are the deep questions for just such an occasion, Nate C. <laughs> and last, FU question four, play a heated game, get sh- shit talk to you the whole time, go into the same tunnel because design flaw to beat all design flaws, but don't fight. And if you do, shame from everyone who spent the week saying F Michigan every chance they got. Why? Uh, there's a sub question of this. Um, Nate, I don't know. It's, uh, I think we covered it. They shouldn't have struck them, but like, I get, I get why you're frustrated. Like, I, I think we all get why you're frustrated because truly like at some point in time, the shit talking does kind of like reach a boiling point boiling point where you were to take your helmet off and just bash somebody's well, this episode slaps. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I, it, again, it's you, you fuck around and you find out. So you go skipping and lollygagging and running your mouth down a fucking tunnel. You, you're going to get your head caved in a little bit with a helmet, like not acceptable. The caving inners have got to go to jail or wherever it is that caver inners go. But but you now have a broken nose and a beat up face and you're running to the nearest ambulance chaser you can to try to squeeze out some civil fucking settlement, which LOL. Now you look really pathetic, but this is the cycle. This is the cycle. And it's a, such a Michigan trope too. really does feel good, but still you can't take the bait. And that's can't what we did. We took gotta the bait. Be better than the bait. Gotta be better. Next. Next, Next up th- is Mamopoli, who asks, oh, what, Susan. what does the point spread need for you, to, for you to stop focusing on the game and just join in the conversations going on in the viewing venue? What? Yeah, like, what, I mean, how, what's the how, comfortable how far, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, depends on the game. Um, it, it's generally 21 points for me. 21 points is when you check out. Yeah, and then I check out. Yep, three squares. Uh, I try not to check out under any circumstances, but if you're a loser and no one likes you, it's true. I, I, but it, that has nothing to do with his opinion. That's good. Yeah, it's coincidence. Um, but it, it it's also true though. Like I should have something better to do at that point, but I don't. I never have anything better to do. Think about this: we tried to record a podcast last night, and you all had availability to do it again tonight. Exactly. Uh, I have an excuse. The child, you dad. Uh, Mama believe adds, I like the energy and enthusiasm that Pat McAfee adds to the ESPN game day. He does his homework, learning the telecasting campus location, lore and fan nuances. He attended Plum High School. There you go. Uh, is there something about the Plum name that correlates with energy and doing your homework? Not for this podcast, it turns out. Wow. In either really, energy really or preparation. Mama belief. Yeah. Yeah. She tried. She tried to lay some lots your way, and I had to do it before you said it for me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, next up, I feel dirty now using the social media platform, and wonder how we should correspond in the future. Which communication avenue would befit befit the pod best? Sky high illumination akin to the bat signal, carrier pigeon. Show up at your door and hand you my Twitter questions. Let's stick to bat signal. <laughs> Let's yeah. bat signal these things. You can Just come on go. by. 
bring a hasta, bring a marigold, <laughs> bring a mum, Susan. We'll plant, we'll have a cup of tea. And, I'll and when you bring too many, questions. you can rearrange them to different places <laughs> at the Plum household. Just move them around. Just Actually, move, we, could, them from one we place could use to another place. We could use some back garden support. Yeah, we could yeah. use this. Uh, next up is Spartan Matt Jr. If you have a QB who is one yard taller than the line to gain, why don't we just fall forward? 1,000%. These, these are the people, these are the questions smart people are asking. Uh, last up is Mr. Neurotic Pants. If you had to throw balloons at Harbaugh and MSU coaches, what would you fill them with? <laughs> Your urine, Raymond. Your urine. I have a feeling that some of these MSU coaches would smell it and be like, I know that familiar. Hey, hey that- I've been Raymond urined again. <laughs> uh, also uh, from Mr. Erotic Pants, uh, how can a Big Ten team not have a kicker or a long snapper? I almost feel like there's a contractual breach on the part of the special teams coach. It's a good point, and it's why we don't trust Ross Ells. He's got to go. He's number one name on the list. Got to go. Uh, guys, uh, we covered it. It's done. Chicken's baked. It's Chicken an exhausting episode. Baked. Did you guys have fun with this one? Did you use this fun I episode? Had, I had more fun than I thought I was going you're to. You're anticipating? Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't have uh, Assault with a Deadly Weapon and anti-Semitism on my bingo card for any one episode, uh, let alone together. So, um, we also got this dad image in here too. So a lot <laughs> happening. In this that was the most upsetting. That was the most upsetting. I don't know that there's anything that gave you more joy, Alex. You seem to really be like, I'm going to take this one with me. I'm going to use it in other places in my life. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's <laughs> just upsetting. It's so distasteful and upsetting. And I am so, so sorry, Tyrone. I am so sorry. Cause I, <laughs> I wouldn't be right. I would not be right. Unsalvageable. Um, I I think the one thing that I would like to end on is that sometimes, uh, well, we've we've had experience with stuff like this before as Spartans, where there is truly embarrassing things that have happened at our university that make it mm-hmm. feel a little uncomfortable uh, or a lot uncomfortable, depending on the severity of them. To uh, be uh, feel like you should be able to be proud of the school that you went to. We didn't even talk about the board of trustees today. Um, President has a new, new the university has a new president. We didn't mention it. And uh, we won't, we're not going to talk about it now, but my, I think uh, the thing that I think about is that my pride uh, being a Spartan doesn't derive from the football team. It's certainly part of that experience, but that it is the relationships that we have, like the three of us that we've created in this community here with our listeners um, and that being a Spartan is is about a lot more than the four guys that did something really stupid and, and probably a few more. But um, so I hated everything about this episode, but I still say resoundingly, go green. Go away. Go away.